You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Well, I feel like Erica's been gone for forever. Maybe that's what we should talk about is what what the heck have you done? Nothing. With the, with the four months that you took off. Mm-hmm. It felt yeah. like that. I, it did feel like a long Cause time. Because we live in like One startup. week is. Yeah. It, it was a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, but I it was w- spread across like three weeks though. Like you left on a Friday. Yeah. I left on a Friday and came it's back so, on a Thursday. So. Yeah. So like the whole next week and then a good portion of the next week. So, mm-hmm. you know, we missed you. Yeah. I got a camper uh, in March and then Tim and I bought a truck to pull the camper and then we were like hey gas prices are really high right now let's take what if we drove 2500 miles <laughs> what if we drove 1200 miles to the florida keys pulling a trailer uh and spend all of our money on the vacation on gas and had a great time yeah and it was just a really eating great time. ramen on the beach yeah just happy to be here he just, like, it's just money it yeah more of it later we were just trying to like fish for our food and kids <laughs> you gotta find your dinner yeah see that crab get it yeah yeah, the, those people left their to-go like, box on the, the table. The kids are out there bumming outside of the Isla Marana Fish House. Yeah, <laughs> did Our, you go to that place? I think yes. I was telling you about it. Yes, you yes, yes. It was really good. It is cool. Yeah, too. really good. Have you been there? You've been to the Keys know. a couple times. Have I, you? I don't think I've been to that. It's place. it's a really well known place, and I, I I it was so long ago. I told Eric, I said I don't know if the food was good because my palate's gotten a lot better since two thousand seven. Yeah. There is a lot of touristy vibe. Yeah, but but that's kind of what's the, it's the view. You're the sitting fish. out on the water, and they're like. You know how the keys. I mean, the keys is like you just got such good biodiversity. You got lobsters hanging out right there, sharks swimming by. You know, and you can see it all because it's the keys. Yeah, we got to the place that we were staying, um, parked the camper, and we were like, "Let's go look at the water." Right? We just drove three days to get there, and we look in the water, and a shark just. And I was like, "Gotta go. We gotta go. I can't. I can't do it." But they're everywhere. Though. Yeah, you just don't realize it until you're out there like boating or something mm-hmm. how many we we uh one time at the, the last day that we were lobstering when i went and stayed in the keys and i've only been in the keys once and i talk about it like i've been a hundred times but mm-hmm. uh because it's like my only good story <laughs> um but we uh we we would have the first lobster i went for i went to dive for it and my buddy pulled my foot back and right as he did a shark came by and grabbed no. the lobster i was going for <laughs> and that was my welcome to the keys and then at one point, we were diving in this this area uh, with structure for lobster, and I was like looking for me to Jacob from sharks, but they're just like little yeah. like, nurse sharks or the I think lemons. The, well, the nurse sharks can't even bite you; they have like catfish mouth. Oh, um, I wish I knew that because they said it was a nurse shark, but it was like a three I'm, or four foot nurse I'm, shark. No, I, we were swimming with those. I mean, literally, out. like they would be, they would just sit there on top of the lobsters. It's very weird. I'm like, y'all should probably get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, the stingrays freak me out. Yeah, for more sure. than the shark. Well, that's yeah. what you know. Going to a, like somewhere like Hilton Head, they are usually migrating mm-hmm. right about this. Speak yeah. summer <laughs> so, waves of 34 yellow. yeah yeah and and with kids man i mean they're they're like primo to get stung one, one year we were down there and somebody did get stung but uh anyways yeah you know, just now we're just trying to terrify you into always going to michigan from mm-hmm. now on. <laughs> yeah one one day a big manatee like a big oh, cow in the yeah, ocean yeah, yeah. just swam by and i we was saw like, one of those in florida don't move i've never seen one of those we, there was one on was the beach like or uh 50 yards off the shore in pcb last year 
It was cool. We, huh. we we were the coolest thing about that splash place was that we were way high up and you you had this great view of all. Mm. The, I was telling Jacob, I was like, man, something's going to town, and you ended up telling me it was like some kind of bait fish that was migrating or something. Yeah, the the men had and will move. Yeah, like and, huge, and it was schools. just like a frenzy, uh, feeding frenzy. And you're like, dude, you should be fishing. And I was like, yeah. I didn't even bring a rod, man. That's where you're like, uh, you got to keep the kids. I'm gone and just run down. <laughs> well, that trip and Erica's been there. Like I, that was not the trip. No, that place not. is not the like. Even trying to fish on that beach, just mm-hmm. not going to happen. Yeah. It's Panama City Beach. People go there for Damn one so reason, bad. even with kids. Yeah. My joke was that <laughs> that Splash Resort, which is like a kid-friendly resort, mm-hmm. was for all the people that got down there on spring break and conceived a child. They can come oh. back and relive the moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that, that is it. They're well, like, we're going Johnny, to PCB. Spring break 07. Yeah. yeah. Right here on these right. beaches. Yeah. Right there, you, <laughs> me and your mama. <laughs> well, it's obviously we usually talk about stuff that has already happened, but this weekend I'm going down to Florida, and I, I lined up <laughs> the first thing I pack every time, my tackle, my lures, my rods and reels. Oh, you're ready. It's all re- That's all ready to go. I don't have underwear or anything like that that's important, but those well, are all But underwear in. is much easier to find than good tackle. That's <laughs> true. I did this this weekend. It's also a lot easier to go without when you're on yeah, vacation. Yeah, well, and, you know, but, I, but it's kind of funny. Me and my brother-in-law were talking about when you go, like, it's nice when you have laundry. Or maybe it's you. Yeah, no, it's we me and you. Talking about yeah, it, yeah, the thing is, and I told Jacob, I was like, I'm on the Jeff Foxworthy side of it. Like, if I have to wash it, I'd rather just buy it. Oh. He had to joke about his underwear. Yeah. He's like, it's so cheap. I mean, why would I even bother to wash it? I'll just buy new. Oh, my and, gosh. Because uh, it was such a hassle. Yeah. Uh, but... I did this stupid thing this weekend. I I talked to Jacob about going to Lake Nolan or Nolan Lake. Which way does it go? I say Nolan Lake. Okay. So we went to Nolan and I had I had everything packed up and I spent like getting all the kids, making sure they all had fishing rods. I had like a lot of rods for me. This is probably like how Jacob rolls all the time. But I'm carrying like six rods to get on the <laughs> boat or like I pack all that in the car. We get halfway down there and I was like didn't bring the tackle bag. Had it sitting right there. I got it all prepped. That was the first thing I did. Is it at the lake house or at your house It's at house? my house house. Oh, and no. And we're 45 minutes away from my house house. And we had the pontoon rented. So I was like, well, we're going to have to figure it out. So I got down there, and I hadn't been to Wax Marina. You been to that one? Mm, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's been a long there's, time. There's a couple of them down there. I think this is a smaller one. But – we put in at Wax and rented a boat from them. And I, last time I was down there, they had tackle. So I didn't – we passed a bait shop, and we were 15 minutes ahead of my brother-in-law. So I could have stopped, but I didn't because this marina used to have everything. Yeah, why wouldn't the marina have tackle? Well, they got bought out. I remember oh. that they had a sign for sale last time I was down there in 2020, and – they they redid everything. The bathrooms are super nice now. They had expanded the deck uh, or the dock, and they they sold sandwiches and popcorn. Like it was like kind of like they they made some good business decisions in expanding it, making it nicer, and like offering ice creams. When we were done, everybody had an ice cream. I was like, dude, they're probably charging five bucks a pop on these ice creams. It cost twenty cents, making a fortune over here, but they had no tackle. And I was like, what the heck? But it really, when I got thinking about it, I'm like, their audience is people that already brought their tackle. Or it's a bunch of people that came out to drink on a pontoon. Yep. They don't. They probably they weren't selling worms? much tackle. They, they had worms. Uh, they had a section of tackle, but our our little tackle shop downstairs would beat the pants off of it. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, they had like real random stuff. Like there's a bag of chicken livers, and then there's like like uh just like big a bait big hooks. fillet knife or yeah. yeah they had one option on bait hook. So I bought. 
everything I could for the kids on the bluegill, but I, I didn't fish. I had my, I had a frog and that was like not even what you should have been throwing. You know, no. I, I was watching the guys that were down there bass fishing. They were fishing deep. So, yeah. Anyways. So did you use worms? We did. Actually, the kids all got fish. Um, my nephews both caught a couple. My son caught a two-pound catfish, um, which was fun. Wow. He, he thought he was stuck because catfish hit different than anything else yeah. he's ever caught. Stay down there and roll. Yeah, he he's just pulling, and he's like, this is stuck. And I was like, buddy, that's a fish. And he reeled it in all the way to the boat, um, and then I got it on, on up. Wow. But everything we were catching, because the kids, I, 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 the hook set, it's real tough. They, everything was getting swallowed and nothing by pliers. Mm. So it's like, well, especially know. with bait. Yeah. I feel like they get a little deeper with yeah. bait. I think I've asked you this before. Is it true that they, those hooks will work themselves out or rust out, or do they die? They, they can rust out. Yeah. And That's what my cousins always told me. I've actually caught a bass that was passing a hook, and it, really? it stuck in its anus hmm. so they they will go through their system but yeah. obviously yeah it's probably hit or miss painful. on if they live yeah yeah the if ones you can that, cut it off you want to get you know as if you can see part of the hook and you have wire cutters that's what i get that is in my tackle bag yeah <laughs> so so brad killed the dozen fish no i mean you know i, I figure 50 percent of them lived so I mean, we, you saw what that one catfish ate the other day. Oh, I wasn't worried about the catfish. <laughs> uh, that thing, like, you can't kill those things. If you ever caught them and thrown them in ice, they take hours to die. Yeah. They it's are, like the goat of water. <laughs> eat anything. The cockroach of water. Yeah, cockroach. <laughs> the scavengers, they'll they'll hunt. They, they're they interesting. Uh, but it's cool because I got to take the catfish around and all the kids got to feel their te- his teeth. And, you know, so that was fun. They have, a, they have a shark-like texture, too, they do. which is different from yeah. most fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Um, but, yeah, that was my – I mean, I spent nine hours on boat on – I'm getting a weird tan, too. We were talking about your weird head Dude, tan. I got roasted but yesterday. It doesn't that, look as bad. But that's now. nice and mm-hmm. even. Uh, I've got – where I'm bald, I, I get, like, this thing where I usually put a lot of sunscreen on yeah, top. Yeah, you get it in the back. Yeah, well, I get it right on my forehead. I actually don't get it on the back. What happens to me is I have this gap where I'll have sunglasses, and then there's a little strip right here where my oh. head is exposed. <laughs> racing so stripes. I get racing stripes <laughs> on my head. I had them last night, so uh, – yeah. That happened. Did you go, what'd you do this weekend, Dad? Uh, we kind of made a two-day affair of it just because of timing with family and doing a bunch of stuff on Sunday with my dad, her dad. Um, so Saturday, we went out to the creek and biked in, tried to chase the carp that I talked about the other day. Didn't have any luck. Um, so then yesterday, we went mountain biking as a family in the morning. Family. My wife kind of hung out with my daughter. The boys rode with me for a little bit. So that was a ton of fun. And then just sat by the pool the rest of the day. That's why I got the sunburn. Got pool worked out? It's worked out. I got some masonry to do if anybody out there wants you to come. You have to sell a car to pay for your pool? No, child. Oh, yeah. Well, you got child. several of them. So. What's going on with that camera? Did it just stop? Card full. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to ride it out, and we'll finish with this one. And Sounds good. You want to scoot over here? Chris can just uh, – no, we'll be all right. Just well, you do have to tell your story, though. You still uh, have a story to tell. Yeah. Let me let me look up this picture real quick well, while here, I'm telling you the story. Me and you are going to switch spots oh, so you can be on camera no. telling your story. For anyone listening, um, I always tell you guys that we literally have no idea what we're doing here. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> I wish that was on camera. If, uh, I, it, this, we called this podcast Uncensored. But it really should have been called uncoordinated 
because um, we have no idea what we're doing. We show up after a weekend of not thinking about work, and then we all are like, oh, my God, where are all the cards? So Half-baked. It's called fake it till you make it. Braden's not here to defend himself, so we'll we'll blame the card that got full on the camera on him. I just switched places with Erica for those listening, and now she's going to tell us about her weekend with fish. Yeah, so uh, we moved last year to this larger piece of land. The country. Oh, yes, the country. (laughs) (laughs) How uncensored are we going here? Um, And our neighbor is some close friends of ours, and he has two ponds on his property. And he's like, come fish them when you want to. Um, Super nice guy. He also has taken me hunting and stuff before and let me hunt turkey on his property. Like, super great deal. Um, So this weekend, Tim has been fishing a lot on that pond. And I said, I'm going to come too. And we like fish this pond for five hours i think which it's not a huge pond like once they realize what you're doing like they kind of stop right they stop biting but we were still out there having a good time with the kids and neighbor rolls up on his golf cart and we're all fishing and stuff and he has the kids are catching bluegill with their little like night crawlers and stuff and he's like hey catch me like a, a little bluegill i'm gonna put it on and and try to get um some bass or some catfish in there I'm like okay because we've always gotten like some smaller fish but he's always talked about how there's like some big catfish and some big bass in there okay so we we do that and we start fishing with um some little bluegill well he has two fishing poles out and one of them just starts going off um he's like it was like a small one but he's like there's a catfish on the line and so he's like telling my daughter to come over there and like help him reel it in and we're all like oh my god this is a huge one like we've never even caught catfish out of this pond before and it's to the point where like he's pulling up the fishing rod and then when he lets it go he's like and so we're doing this for like 15 minutes and then all of a sudden um the other one starts going off when he's helping my daughter with the other fishing pole and so i'm i run over there and he was like set the hook and I'm like okay and I set the hook and it's like a uh ocean like rod and reel like I don't know salt water the big so, round yeah it was really big and like I wasn't used to rod. it yeah and so this I was like that's what I say. it's a pretty similar to a catfish okay setup, so it? it might it might I think he was trying to catch the catfish with that one yeah so I was like this is real clunky and Tim he had just been really wanting to like catch fish all day long so I was like here, take take this. You do that. I was wanting to take like some pictures and stuff, so I give it to Tim, and he spends like another ten minutes trying. He's like, "It's a big one," and you can see it, like you know just coming up out of the water. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So he's over here trying to reel in this catfish, and the kids are all screaming, and Tim's over here trying to reel in this bass, and I'm trying to like take pictures and stuff. And <laughs> uh, Tim screaming too. Yeah, they're all everyone's just screaming, <laughs> and um, the catfish got off like right at the oh, no. right at the um, bank. But, oh, no. I want to show you this picture of this bass. As did it, you all weigh it? Did, did you see the catfish? How big was it? Uh, It was like three, four feet long, like huge, massive, massive thing. Dang. Like, 20, like huge. 25, 30 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a lot. Like that? That's crazy. Dude, the, if they have food, yeah, they'll okay. sit down there and eat. Especially bluegill. I mean, that's. Oh, so yeah, that that's was a good bath. fish. That's like a that's at least seven, I would think. Yeah, it was pretty big. Oh yeah. Supposedly that's the way to catch the the biggest of the biggest is live bluegill shiners, live bait. Yeah. So how would how did this guy hook a live bluegill? A live bluegill? Oh yeah, like you're how did he like how? Yeah, oh. how did he hook it? 
Uh, I think right in the back. That's what we used to do. Just don't hit the spine. Yeah. Yeah. We used to like right right behind, <clears throat> in front of the fin, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can also go behind the fin. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wait, behind the top fin or the the dorsal? Yeah. 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 So a move. That's the thing. And then the kids were all, you know, they took pictures, but we can take pictures of the catfish one because it got off over the bank. But wow. it was the biggest bass I've ever seen because I've only pulled out like less than one pound fish. You didn't weigh it? We didn't have one. That's so funny because you thought you were just going to be catching ditch pickles. Yeah. The guy was like, I've got to get a scale out here. Yeah. yeah you need to take one in your bag now. Mm-hmm. Now Jacob's wanting to come over and fish. You caught a bit. What was that one you caught the other day, though? Uh, so I did not have a scale. I have one. I didn't have it in my bag because yeah. I just had it out that weekend. It was in another tackle bag. Um, and when I showed the picture to Braden, he said that's he thought it was five. I say four because I didn't weigh it. I bet if there was a scale, it was between five and a half, six pounds. Wow. And that was on a frog, so it was blow Dang. up, wrapped itself around a tree. It was a it was a fun fight. Pondfish, though, I mean, there's, yeah. that one's in there. There's probably a couple more like it. Yeah. It I'm big. surprised when you go to Florida, you don't bass fish more because you usually end up going, I guess you're just going after something you can't, but the fish down there are just yeah. toads. Yeah. Well, it's access. Yeah. Like, I don't take a boat with me. Mm-hmm. If I take a kayak or a boat that I, is mine that I can go out and move around, we do rent kayaks and I will get out and goof in the intercoastal stuff but honestly man i catch so many bass around here and fish for so many not, bass you want something different redfish is like that's my goal is to get a big redfish yeah down there yeah nice i told you i booked a charter for my upcoming trip right yeah i'm pretty pumped about that do you know what you're going after did you mackerel all figure out? mackerel king mackerel and cobia sweet cobia i think will be less uh i think he said the season will be winding down cobia yeah cobia? they're like a big gnarly got Big old set of teeth on him. Is he a bait guy or or lures? I don't know. He he came highly recommended by uh, Casey, founder of Toadfish. Said that you go with this guy and he'll be the best you can find in the area. So I booked him. Going to drive. You get a big king. It's going to be a blast. We got a. I I learned my lesson last last year when we went red snapper fishing. I booked a four hour trip trying to be mindful of my family time and it ended up being dumb because we spent so much time getting out there we had 90 minutes to fish <gasps> lesson learned oh. um and it was a very expensive 90 minutes of fishing that's time. why i love inshore and i mean i'm well, we both have talked about yeah we enjoy a different kind of fight yeah um that's why i love inshore yeah but like you don't have to spend so much that time. whole bass like that size of a bass if you get a a red snapper of that size, like oh it's the gosh. fight of your life. Yeah. Like those things are so fun. I, that's what I love. I, I get why you don't like the, like the actual sport of getting one of those on there is not what you do. But like when you get them on there, those big fish are just unreal. Like I love yeah. it. That That's so if fun I, for me. If I could cast and target it, yeah. that, that's I get I that. Yeah. I get that. See, I'm probably not as good at that as you are. So I'm still figuring it out down yeah, there. When yeah. you go a couple of times a year, max, yeah. maybe once a year, it's hard, but um, that's when it's nice to go with a guide and they're like, yep, just do this. I was talking to Mike Larson about uh, fishing up in Michigan. Cause I'm going to be going up there soon. And he was saying that you pretty much have to use live or cut bait because the, the erosion so bad in some areas that the water's so murky that you got to have scent. Oh, it's just kind of a bummer. Cause I was, so I, that's the same school of thought I use in saltwater. I take a bottle of scent. It's called Procure. Mm. And so anytime I'm using a plastic bait, 
sometimes they'll have like a pocket for the hook. I just squeeze that gel inside there. Um, even on hard baits, I'll just kind of rub some on it on the hooks and I stuff. Get, would would I? Well, I bought those spoons. Same thought. Yeah, you can rub some on the. I spoon. mean, each time just you throw it out, just kind of let it take a rag. Because it's messy. oily and it'll stick. I'll have to get fingers. you to send me what that is so I can pick it up before yep. I go. Um, me and Mike are going fishing. When I go up there, um, I don't. We don't know exactly what we're gonna. Maybe crappie, but we don't know yet. So I, I told him, I was like, I'm an easy dude. I don't care. I just want to get out and fish. Like I suck at it, but I really enjoy it. So fishing for crappie all day with minnows. It, I mean, it's it's ton of fun. Yeah. You catch a lot of them if you get on them where they're all schooled up around a tree or something and yeah. then they're great to eat yeah so we'll see how that goes cool Dang. so t- tim's got a big old seven pounder to load onto his go out profile he did yep nice he didn't load it as a trophy though i what was a like dummy he put it he put it back right he didn't <laughs> yes he didn't yeah yeah, yeah he put it back oh i bet the dude that owned the pond was like it's it's funny when you're out there with uh the the guys that curate that experience uh, oh he's just so this guy is like the nicest guy he will be like i don't even want to fish i just want to watch you guys like catch, yeah. catch the thing or like hunt on my property or whatnot but he is really proud that he because he'll go out and you know he does things to make them be bigger and, yeah and we whatnot used, and like yeah curate the pond i used to fish this pond this dude had sunk boats he had put all like the the level of coverage in this pond is about a two acre pond probably and he had 10 pound bass in there i mean seriously i my sisters i got seen pictures of her pulling out these things that are just monsters wow. but the second they come out of the water he's already yelling at you to put them back yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, there's no pictures you yeah. you got to move real quick because yeah. he does not like them to be out for long at all which yeah. i get put it back don't put a lot it. of effort into you know curating this pond so mm-hmm. building a little ecosystem if i catch the, a 10 plus it'll be that I will want to get like full measurements of it, mm-hmm. keep it alive, so I can release it. But that's what will go on my wall. Yeah. yeah. So get get a good taxidermist to make me a like fake. recreate it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. The real ones can get nasty over time too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never understood like the whole concept of it's the real one. Like that that just with the fish seems like like I'd rather just have a recreation. Yeah. You know, because. I don't know. I just definitely don't understand how taxidermists do that with fish. And I've Googled it. There's I've, so much I've, that can change from the time it comes out of the water. Like that's the other, yeah. They end up having to paint back a lot of the color. Oh they yeah, they change. airbrush them. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's like, why not just get the the a dead fish is na- like just yeah. ugly. Ew. They don't look as good. I never thought about yeah. Oh, I've, I've this is like almost like a keep me up. I literally Googled this for thirty minutes one day, <laughs> just looking at like how do they do this? Because it's very weird. It's yeah. a weird process. Cool. Well. um Send it slams coming up, and um, I'm feeling pretty good about our end of it. Hopefully, people show up. I think they're going to. We're selling some tickets. So, mm-hmm. yes, uh, we added information about um, meetup time. Okay. So we're gonna have a go wild meetup, like meet all the members and stuff. 1 p.m. that day, we're all gonna be there. All the go wild members. Uh, well, Jacob, Jacob and Brayden will be there for be that, there. but they'll be over. I'll be um, back. Okay. All the cool people are gonna be there. <laughs> um, if you're not doing the archery event, 1 p.m. Yeah. Come come to we the stage the, area. Yeah. Is that where we're doing it's the amphitheater? Mm-hmm. Okay. So come to the amphitheater 1 p.m. It's going to be fun. I'll be there. Erica, Dan, Derek, Zach, Chris, Donovan, mm-hmm. Jackie. Yeah. 
probably other people that I'm forgetting. Yeah, and all the Braden, little wild No, Braden's at up. the archery. Yep. Uh, Braden and Jacob will be back, though, around four at the latest because uh, we're going to announce who won uh, yeah, the archery so prizes. We've got thousands or a couple, you know, a couple thousand dollars worth of prize that we're going to be giving out for the Bear archery. Bear bow, right? Yep, your choice of bare bow. Um, the other thing, I went and scouted a little bit of the course the other day, and it's 15, 20 degrees cooler in the mm. in the woods. So nice. even though it's going to be July and smoking hot, it's mm-hmm. really comfortable out there. Well, honestly, I'm still hoping that like the what it's been the last two days would be nice if we can stay in this area. But that that like three or four days ago BS uh, of 103 was not fun. Yeah. So there's still wind down by the river. It's true. There is a breeze down there. Um, we were down there on one of those 100-degree days, and it wasn't terrible. I yeah. Mean, I mean, there is a lot a of shade. <clears throat> just to keep the sun off your face, yeah. that was really the only thing I felt was the, There's the a lot of shade down there. Yeah. There's going to be – the brands will have tents. You know, uh, if you get a VIP ticket, you can go in the tent and get out of the sun. Um, and we have uh, – Jacob and I walked through. We know where Black Rifle Coffee's going, where the guys selling the uh, Liquid Death Mountain Spring Water mm-hmm. are going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the – the brands will all be set up over near the Boy Scouts and raise my doors so kids can come in and, you know, do some archery and it's gonna be a good time. Yep. I uh, I'm excited. super super excited about it's it. It's close. It's so close. It's yeah. Be fun. What is that um, like two, three weeks? Yeah. July ninth. I, I will say if you're getting that VIP ticket, we are probably running yeah, out. Yeah, it's almost out. Yeah. The VIP is running out. So uh, we've got plenty of general admission. Um, you can get those at the door. Um, I would recommend not doing that just to make sure there is, cause it's not, we're not, that area holds a lot more than our, our capacity. We're not, we're not going up to that area's capacity. So we have a smaller cap on the tickets. So buy those tickets, um, come down for the meetup and, uh, you can get those tickets at send it slam.com. $5 of every ticket is going to go to raise them outdoors. So yep. consider it a good cause. All right. Log this show. I'm Brad Luttrell, who's off camera now uh, because we don't know I'm what we're doing. I'm just a voice in the I'm wilderness. Just, uh, this, is, this is God. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That was semi-blasphemous. Um, uh, this is Brad Luttrell. We have Erica Johnson and Jacob Knight. Log this on Go Out. Hit the plus button. Log time. Outdoor podcast to get those points. Thanks, y'all. See you.